Welcome, baseball family, to this Thursday night live with the Baseball Together podcast. I am Brad, and as per usual, I'm joined on my left by our guy Brig. Brig, how are you this evening? Uh, pretty happy. <laughs> That's good to hear. I'm pretty good happy. news. There's good. some good news. Excellent. Well, you should be. We're talking a lot about the Yankees tonight. A lot going on with the Yankees this last couple days. So. Shall we get into it? Shall we? We shall. Yes. We shall. Okay. Excellent. Very good. First things first, Aaron Judge and his shifty eyes mm. got into, I wouldn't even say trouble, but there was a little bit of controversy. So you probably saw it this week. Yeah. yeah. Speculative controversy. So you probably saw it this week, but if you didn't, we will give you a brief recap. Recap. So Aaron Judge is up to the plate and looking at the pitcher, but then his eyes shoot over toward the dugout. Back to the pitcher, over to the dugout, back and forth. And I only saw one. I think I saw like three times. Really? Okay. Yeah, that's. I think that's what drew their attention was that he kept doing it. Ah. Because so the Toronto Blue Jays, their broadcasters noticed this. They're like, whoa, hold on now. Yeah. Hold on. And they specifically said, they said, don't want to make any accusations, but <laughs> you know, it's like, well, that's we're going to why. Yeah. Yeah. But so it was really interesting. But as they're sitting there talking about it, because there was more conversation after, they're kind of like, well, so was he looking at the catcher? Because he was he trying to figure out, you know, fastball away, slider high. in, you know, right. trying to figure out where the catcher's setting up. But looking at that, I was like, he wouldn't, he would, would have been looking down more if he was looking at the yeah. catcher, right? So that he was clearly looking over to the dugout. Anyway, during the end, that at bat ended with Judge going yard, as Big they time. said in the on the Toronto Blue Jays broadcast. They said he clobbered it, hit it a country mile. I was more shocked by the fact that they didn't say a country kilometer. Yeah, that's I would have expected that to be the phrase (laughs) up in the great white north, but I guess not. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) after the game, though, Judge said he's looking over the dugout because he was annoyed by his teammates chirping. He's like, We're up 6 0. These guys are still chirping at at the umpire for whatever reason. And he was sounded like he was trying to figure out who it was so he could talk to him after the game, whatever. I don't know if that's true or not. But as it turns out, pitcher Jackson was tipping his pitches jay jackson and so and i heard michael k say this so i feel like this is a pretty good source on this because he's in he's in close with the team right yeah, that he was looking close. he said that he was looking over the first base coach who was mm-hmm. sending him a signal about the pitch because jackson was tipping his pitches but my thing though is like I almost believe Judge more than I believe Michael K in this because if Jay Jackson's tipping his pitches, that's something Judge can see typically. typically. Unless it's something unless it's something on his backside. And don't get me wrong, I don't feel like this is cheating at all, right? Like we're okay with this. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I mean, no electronics even, in the process. Right. Even aside from my Homerism Yankees fan inclinations or whatever. Like, cause I didn't want to believe this. I was like, that looks really fishy though. <laughs> it, it really did. It was, fishy. and I was like, no, nah, man, come on. Anybody but judge, please <laughs> right. do not. Oh my so gosh. I Can you imagine? <laughs> I panicked a little bit. I was like, no man, please. Cause then I, it would be, uh, everything would go burning down. Everything. 
It would be a new Pete Rose situation. I was like, going to say the only thing that would be worse than Aaron Judge going down as a cheater is if Shohei Otani went down as a cheater. It's the only guy who would it would be worse for. For sure. For baseball. That's 100%. I agree with that. Like, I think if I were to find out that Otani was cheating, I might quit this whole thing. <laughs> like, there's no reason. It would No right. reason to go on. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. So am I, am I okay with this? Yes, is sign stealing totally a part of the game? Has been since forever. Totally. Uh, as long as it's not done illegally, there are, you know, rules in place for how to do it ethically and how to do it unethically. Right. And now we all know very clearly what those boundaries are. Mm-hmm. This, yeah. until further notice, this was inside the boundaries. Right. Yeah. And the other thing, too, was because so the way we did it in high school, I think I brought this up before. This might have been a while ago, probably when we were talking the whole Astros thing, was that if somebody caught caught a signal, if you're on base, like if you're seeing the catcher catcher signs from second base, it was um, left foot in front is off speed. Yeah. Feet together on your step is a fastball. But then if. We had one kid who could pick off signs from anybody. It was amazing. And he's yeah. last I heard he's coaching college ball somewhere. Might be in Portland still. But anyway, uh, he could pick off signs like nobody's business. So what he'd do is he'd tell us like, hey, guys, off speed, I call your number. Fastball, I'll call your name. It was that simple of a signal for That's us. That's awesome. That's a great signal. And we got it all the time. He did it all the time. All the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, cool. and that kind of stuff, I'm okay with that. If that's what was going on here, and he was kind of looking over to see if he could see what they were saying, because maybe you couldn't hear him, I'm fine with it. It's cool. Same. Go Same. for it. But he's now homered six times in the last six games, including tonight versus the Blue Jays. <laughs> Some kind of tear. Some kind of tear. It's unreal. It's currently three-two between the seventh and the eighth right now. Did George in- Springer hit a home run? Yeah, that's how that that's how that happened. Is is that how it happened? No, he George Springer lined out to Harrison oh. Bader, who is oh, I, unequivocally. I said, I said, did he? I said, did he hit a homer? Oh, I thought you said he did. I was like, okay, yeah, no money here, he, Brig. Uh, money here, Brig. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Your investments. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, your investments. No, let's just all. I mean, I know we didn't plan to talk about this. We're gonna bring this up next week. Very likely, but Harrison Bader is unequivocally the best defensive center fielder in the game right now. Mm, I think that calls for some debate. I let's. I let's think it does, which is why we're going to talk days. about it on Monday. Exactly right. But let's stick yep. with the Yankees for a couple minutes. Let's talk about okay. Domingo Herman. He was ejected and suspended for 10 games as per the rules for a foreign substance. Yep. And we kind of poked fun at this because there was a, a shot of his pants and whatever substance it was when behind it, there were some spit seeds and we were making fun that we don't like spit seeds. We like Chinook seeds for obvious reasons. Every reason. Honestly, every reason. That's right. But my thing about this though, Brig was that he was warned. Was it his last outing before this one? Yeah. That there was some question as to what he had on his hands. Yep. Is that what it was? It's my understanding is that, that because he's only been back recently. So, that's right. Yeah, he was out for a while. But mm-hmm. apparently he thought they could continue to get away with it. I don't know whatever what it was. was. So I, I saw a, sh- a picture of his hand. Yeah. And it looked like it was covered in pine tar. Yeah. Well, and what he does, he uses the rosin bag in the dugout. He doesn't use the one on the mound. And that's mm. part of the problem is that nobody's sitting there like, what are you doing? 
right? Like if he's on national television and all the umpires are staring at him and he's got that rosin bag and he's beating the crap out of it on his hand and spitting yeah. into his hand and hitting the, I don't know. I'm speculating, but right. if he's really he's working doing. his hand up with rosin, uh, that's more than just the toss, the hacky toss that they do on the mound. Right. Yeah. Well, and we did find out with Max Scherzer that there is such thing as too much rosin. Yep. You know, but and that's, the umpires, I think, what happened here. Yeah, one of the one of the umpires did say it definitely wasn't rosin with her. Mom. Oh, really? Oh, that's bad. Yeah. So not not good for him. But my question for you, Brig, is what's the mm-hmm. temperature on Herman these days in Yankee Land? I I, I don't think it's good, is it? It's not good, but the starting rotation is in such dire need that I think everybody's sort of like hoping he'll pull it together because we need him to. Well, and and I don't think it's necessarily all just a performance thing. I think some of it is a personality issue, right? I think so too. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I wonder. I can't even remember who it was. There is there's somebody for the Mariners. It's the first guy to get busted for foreign substance, and it just happened to be. I think it was just too much rosin. Same thing as Scherzer. Yeah. But I remember he happened to be a Mariner, and uh, it ended up being one of those things where it's like, good riddance, man. <laughs> Never saw yeah. part of it was a PED suspension, but another part of it was, eh, whatever, get out of here. Not that good anyway. That's so in uh, 2023, he's done, let's see, nine games. It's either eight or nine games this season. And his ERA right now is 375. That's not bad. Two wins, three losses. Um, he's got a positive war in nine games. That's got that. So going maybe it him. is a maybe it is Which a personality is nice. problem. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I, don't know. I think a lot of it is his do- domestic violence issues. Oh well, that's always going to follow him around. Yeah, yeah that's that's yeah, for sure. Once you go there, there's it's tough. Very little tough coming back. back from. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. All right, let's move on down south to Houston. Jose yeah. Altuve uh, fractured his hand in the World Baseball Classic, for those of you who may have forgotten, and yeah. has not played a game yet for the Houston Astros this season. Well, it sounds like he's not going to make his final rehab start. Instead, he's going to go to Houston and work out. And from what I saw, Dusty Baker said, we'll see how it goes, and then we'll yeah. see. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if like Altuve really does have that big of a role on this team. Yeah, and like that's what like I was gonna say. Huge. To- <laughs> it, it would have to be for him to like miss it's for him to skip anything that is mandated by the club as a rehab assignment. Because this to me, this feels like an exception to policy, right? Right. We're gonna yeah, make an sure. exception to our business terms in order to allow this, you know, potential outcome to to take place. And so if they view the potential benefits of his return outweigh whatever he's going to get in the rehab assignment, and he's still not going to be on the field right away, then it must be personality, leadership, you know, charisma, or team cohesion, whatever those X factor things are. It has to be. Yeah, that's that was my first thought was they just cannot wait to get him back in that dugout. Yeah. Because they desperately need him, and they've they've been playing better lately. You know they're up over five hundred, but they're still six and four in their last ten, which yeah, is not right. very Astros esque lately. Yeah. Um, and so I I think that they're like we got to get him back sooner than later because the the Rangers are getting a l- little more ground than we would like on us, and yeah. I don't think the Rangers will hold it. 
but uh, I, I still think that the Astros are not in a spot they want to be right now. And I think that they think that Altuve is the solution. And he very well could be. He could be. The evidence that we have so far. The uh, the thing about the Rangers is that if DeGrom was an everyday reliability piece, then they would you, we would be looking at this whole situation differently. We could be, possibly. I don't, I mean, I don't know why. If, every five days. I still, I don't know why I feel so strongly about it, but I feel, yeah. I feel like he tips the scales a little bit when he's there. Yeah, he could. He very well could. But that's something to keep an eye on this weekend. Um, the a possible early return of Jose Altuve, uh, even if it's just to the dugout. So yep. see if the the Altuve effect is a real thing. Brig, why don't you tell him about? <laughs> why don't you tell him about uh, Patreon? Okay, so you can support us on Patreon. It's our, it's the best way to support the podcast. We've got one dollar, five dollar, ten dollar, fifteen dollar, and a five hundred dollar a month option to support the podcast. Yes, it's ridiculous for five hundred dollars a month, but also the benefits are ridiculous. So <laughs> if you want to figure out what that is, jump on patreon.com, search baseball together, and uh, maybe you can help me buy a bougie cup of coffee and Brad a, a ticket to a baseball game. Because yeah, that's go. I'm not gonna or spend it on coffee, but it's a great <laughs> <laughs> it's a great way to support us. We could not do what we do without you, and we appreciate anything. Likes and subscribes are great. Share it with your friends, We're trying to grow this thing. So find us on YouTube and all the socials. That's another great way to support the podcast, and we appreciate that just as much as anything. Absolutely, for sure. And make sure, like Brick said, subscribe to the show so you don't miss anything. This week, we just did a news dump. There was so much news going on that we just talked news for about an hour. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, there were some good topics this week. And uh, so this next week, we will be talking Phillies, for those of you who are Phillies fans. Mm -hmm. uh, so hop on there, subscribe so you don't miss anything. All right, let's get into the national TV schedule for this weekend. First hey. things first, Friday night on Apple TV+. Plus. We have the Orioles at the Blue Jays. The Orioles are 28 and 15. The Blue Jays are 25 and 18. This game is going to start on 707 at 707 p.m. Eastern, like I said on Apple TV Plus. Um that's gonna be a really good game. Bro. <laughs> that's gonna be big time. I'm excited yeah. for that one. And Man. I would be watching it if the Mariners and Braves were not starting at 720 on Apple <laughs> yeah. TV Plus. You'll catch a I'm, couple innings. <laughs> I probably will. You're right. The Mariners yeah. are 21 and 22 going into the weekend. The Braves are 27 and 16. I am so scared, Brig. I would I be am too. So scared right now. And granted, yeah. the Mariners have, I don't think it's in this order, but it's uh, George Kirby, Logan Gilbert, and uh, Bryce Miller going this weekend. It, I think it's Miller, Gilbert, it's, Kirby. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I think that's the order because I know yeah. that because. Bryce Elder starts for the Braves on Friday. And it's Bryce and versus Bryce. And I know Kirby's going on Sunday. Yeah. So, and yeah, Gilbert's, Gilbert's definitely scheduled for Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so scared, though. Oh, my God. It's going to be intense. It's it, <laughs> it could be really bad for Seattle. Really bad. Potentially. But I will say this. they, they So they said they had a, a players-only meeting after the blowout last night in, in Boston. And yeah. they were kind of like, okay, like we all know it needs to change. Now just freaking go do it. They're right. Like, Stop talking. Shut up. Just go do play. Do your part. Everybody play your That's role on awesome. the team and everything will work out. So hopefully it works. I don't know. There was a brawl a few years ago that we thought was going to turn things around, but it sure didn't. So I don't know. Right. The thing about the Mariners Brave series 
is that this could go really poorly for Seattle, but no matter what, this is going to be immaterial for Atlanta. You know what I mean? Yep. Like if it's if the if the Mariners beat the Braves, that'll be good. It won't be spectacular. If the Braves lose to the Mariners, the Braves are going to be like whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, the the Mariners took two out of three from them last year, so they might just be like, well, they've got our number. No big deal. Yeah. Exactly. So I think the Braves will shrug this off, but the Mariners, this could be semi-defining for them. Yeah, three and three on the road trip right now. We'll mm. see. Saturday, Saturday, you can watch baseball three different times, actually. Uh, you can watch the Brewers at uh, the Trop. They're going to play the Rays at 4, 10 p.m. Saturday. That's Eastern Standard Time. Uh, the Brewers are 24 and 19. They're doing really well. The Rays are incredible still. And they're 32 and 12. So I don't know what to tell you, but Milwaukee's going to have a problem, especially at the trop. They'll have their hands full so, for sure. Yeah. And then we're going to move to the evening Fox at 7.15 Eastern, depending on your local listings. You'll either get access to the Dodgers in St. Louis playing the cards or the Mariners of the Braves. And the Dodgers are 28-16. Cardinals are 18 and 26. We think we know how this will go, but let's be honest. Seattle or St. Louis has been throwing nothing but junk, and we have no idea what's going to happen with them ever, 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 ever. Well, they're up on the Dodgers right now, nine to two. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. It nothing <laughs> makes sense in St. Louis right now, and very little, honestly, makes sense in LA. So yeah. You know, no I will say this about the Dodgers that I feel like unless they're playing the Padres, they do the bare minimum. Is right? what it feels like they're doing. Yeah. Like, can we squeak out a, a one-two run win tonight? Yeah, we can. We'll be fine. They're just phoning it in right like, now. Yeah, I don't feel like they show up unless it's the Padres. And that was only after the crying Kershaw incident and we talked about. I was about just going to say that. On Tuesday. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Your Sunday. Your, well, your, your other ahead. Fox game, though, is the Mariners of Braves. Yeah, I said that. Oh, did you? Okay, I must have missed yeah. that. Yeah. No, right. it's okay. Your your Sunday option, your wake up in baseball is on Peacock again. That'll be at eleven thirty five a.m. Eastern time. Yankees at Reds in Cincinnati. I think the biggest the, the biggest thing to look forward to in this game is that it's in Cincinnati. Otherwise, it's like you know. I'll tell you what, though, Brig, <laughs> the Reds won me like nine hundred dollars last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, they did. <laughs> True facts right there. Yeah, big old fatty fat facts. So I don't know. <laughs> the Reds these days. Yeah, well, like what they're doing. I'm if, curious how I I don't know. I'm curious how they're gonna play against the Yankees this weekend. I really am. The Yankees am are clicking too. right now, but you don't yeah, you don't know. They might play down to their competition. We'll see what happens. Listen, if it had been 10 days ago, I'd tell you I was straight up worried. Yeah, but for whatever right now, reason, so in the last 10 days, things have turned around in New York. <laughs> and and it's great. It's a little worrisome, but it's great. I think Harrison Bader has had a lot to do with that. I really do. I don't know Probably. why. I don't yeah. know how to justify it, but that's a big deal. Or uh, Sunday evening's nationally televised game will be on ESPN, 7, 10 p.m. Eastern. That will feature Cleveland's baseball team against the little brother, New York Mets. And we're really excited. <laughs> I had to slip it in there against the New York Mets. You know what's super funny about this game is I, this is another one of those ones where back in like 
December, November, whatever, whenever they were putting together the national TV schedule. They're like, oh, yeah, the Guardians, the Mets, that's going to be a great game. And now it's like, mm, you mm. could have done a whole lot better on a Sunday after on a Sunday afternoon game. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Not going to do well for the TV numbers there. I don't think so. Brad, who are you excited to watch this weekend? So obviously, like we talked about, we already talked about the Mariners and Braves. So I'm going to be paying, I'm going to be watching every single pitch for that series that I can because and probably going to chew my fingernails down to nothing and just it's <laughs> going to be so stressful. Give us a before and after, right? We show us your okay. fingernails right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. And then on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> my other series, I got the Brewers and Rays like we talked about. That's going to, the Brewers are going to have their handful. I'm, I'm curious if, because we've seen the Rays kind of step, not, I don't want to say step back. But come down oh. to earth just a touch. They haven't crashed just, yet. But they're coming like down a degree just a or touch. two. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm curious if the Brewers can take advantage of that and get out of there. The Dodgers and Cardinals is fascinating. The Cardinals are coming up. The Dodgers, like we said, are lazy or something. I don't know. I don't know if lazy yeah. is the right word, but they're not playing the way that they should be. And then the A's and Astros, I will at the very least be scoreboard watching just to see what's going on in this series because I would I will lose my mind if the A's win one game in this series. <laughs> Because I swear they have only won like one or two division games so far this season. Because yeah, the rest of the Hale so West true. is just like, we are not losing to you. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, go ahead. It's justifiable. <laughs> All right, the series I'm excited to watch. I've got a, I've got a handful of them. But the biggest ones are the Orioles at the Blue Jays. Um, for every reason... I mean, it's it's in the division. The Orioles are awesome. The Blue Jays are really good at baseball. It's at the Rogers Center, which is like the tenth guy on the field for the Blue Jays. Let's be honest. Yeah, for and real for what for whatever reason, they play way better in the Rogers Center than they do anywhere else. I don't understand, but it's a whole thing. It's a hitter friendly park. It really is, of course. And yeah, they're, they're they're built for it. Their team is put together for that place. But the, for sure. well, let's call it the Battle of the Birds. I'm excited for this one as well. The Battle of the Birds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm excited to see how the twins stack up against the Angels. I feel like this is going to be a, a a really interesting series because the Angels have started to show up more than certainly yeah, we expected them they to. They did today. I watched them beat the Orioles today, and I was very frustrated by it. Yeah, and, and so it, it's interesting to see. I feel like the Twins have also outperformed everyone's expectations, but I feel like they're also, like the Twins and the Angels, they're on the same like level in terms of capabilities and the, I think feel like their teams complement each other offensively and defensively. So I'm really interested to see how that plays out. Red Sox at Padres. This one, this one's really interesting for uh, about a, every reason under the sun. Well, I know I keep saying that, but the Red <laughs> Sox, their start was abysmal and they have started to pull some weight that I didn't think they were capable of pulling. The Padres continue to be a question mark, and up against that lineup with that much spend behind them, and I just want to know what Petco is going to do to Boston. I wonder if you know if the being at home is going to do something special for the Padres. I know I keep talking X Factor stuff. Their records are really similar as far as numbers go. 
And it'll just be interesting. I think we're seeing two teams trending and they're going to collide on this. On this Let me tell you what I think is going to happen here, Brig. The Red Sox yeah, yeah. are built as a fly ball team because of Fenway, right? Fly mm-hmm. balls are home, are home runs there, right? Yeah. They don't have good pitching. They're bottom five, I think, in Major League Baseball and pitching. I think the Padres are going to tee off. It's not going to. It's not going to be close. It's not going to be pretty for the Red Sox. They're just the yeah. The Padres are just yeah. going to cream them. Is yeah. what I think is going to happen. Honestly, at least one of these games, the Padres will win by at least eight. Call I think so. Right it's going to be Saturday. Probably yeah. Day game. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be the one. It's going to be Saturday which I'll get to in just a moment. Um, and then D-backs and Pirates, these are two teams that have come out of nowhere. Um, the D-backs are playing better than they should. And I feel like the Pirates, right, in the last couple of days, I got to check really quick, but I feel like the Pirates in the last couple of days have been underperforming. They're 3-7 and seven in their last 10, um, and that bothers me because, I mean, they're still above 500, but I need them to be doing a lot better than this. Um, and I feel like this is going to be an interesting matchup against. They hit you know, a tough patch in their schedule. I think is a big part of it. I don't that, care. Well, well, no. I was just going to say that I think that what they are is they're they're a middle of the road NL Central team, which mm-hmm. is good enough in that division, right? To be middle it of the is, road yeah. because nobody's going to run away with that division, right? Um, and so when they run into the powers of like the, the powerhouses of the of the league of the National League, they're not going to stack up well against them. As well, they're not so, quite at that level, right? But like, yeah, they beat the Tigers because they're better than them. Sure, right? Like they're yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. a Tigers level team anymore. They're 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 a step up from that, and I think that they're working their way up. And like yeah, I said, they'll contend for the. I still think they'll contend for the division because of where they're at. But yeah, they're just they're not like I think the D backs will take two out of three with this one. Well, so the D backs are in second place in the NL West right now. Yeah, and that's. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, man. I mean, the Dodgers, and they're only three games behind the Dodgers. I yeah. don't understand. Uh, well, I they got Zach Gallon going, I think, on Friday, and that's going to be a lock. I think that you're dude right. doesn't lose. Yeah. He, so he I, that's what I'm saying. It, it's going to be a really interesting series to watch because mm-hmm. the D backs are better than they should be, and the Pirates have been slipping a little bit. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Oh, no, yeah. See. I'll definitely be paying attention to that one, too. That'll be a good one. Yeah. All right. Time for a BT bets. Here are your picks for the weekend. Um, I went three and zero last week, and I had a really, really good weekend. Very happy That's with awesome. all of it, all around. <laughs> uh, that takes me to ten and eight. Brig was one and two last week. Takes you to Dang. seven and eleven. Brig. Oh, so that's bad. Friday night, uh, I believe this is the one where Zach Gallon is pitching because I took the D backs run line against the Pirates. DraftKings has them at plus one hundred five right now, so you can go take that because, like I said, Zach Gallon does not give up runs. So true, you're pretty, you're good to go there. Saturday, take the White Sox plus money over the Royals. That's probably going to be the run line. Um, the Royals, uh, whoever's pitching for them, I can't remember who it is, has an ERA over like seven or eight. So, yeah. Runs galore there for the White Sox. Sunday, take the Nats plus money against the Tigers. Nats are playing well right now. They're not good, but they're playing right. pretty well for who they are, especially against low-level teams like the like the Tigers, who might be able to get the money line here and uh, just take a one-run win with the Nats yeah. or the Tigers if you can get that. If not, take the run line if that's, plus, if that's where your plus money is as well. But Nats over Tigers. You know what I've learned in this BT bets experiment we're doing is that I like high risk betting. 
Like, you're not putting you're, any money on it. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I might lose every once in a while, but when I win, the payoffs are probably huge. Um, I'll have to take a look at that, actually, where I'm tracking Yeah, it. we need to, because that will be interesting. So I recommend that you bet on the Yankees versus the Reds on Friday specifically. Take the run line. Um, see if Brad's going to look up. Go ahead. What, yeah, Brad's going to look up what the the best odds are on that one. But I think the Yankees are going to tee off against Cincinnati, and it's going to be awesome. If DraftKings has the Yankees uh, run line at plus 100. Take it. Take that. Uh, Padres over the Red Sox on Saturday. I take the money line on that one. And then Sunday, Braves plus money. Anywhere you can get it, it's probably going to be the run line against Seattle. I think that that is going to be really interesting. It could be. George Kirby pounds the strike zone. Like I said, Brig, I'm really worried. <laughs> yeah, so, I definitely so, so scared. I think if the if the Mariners beat the Braves on Sunday, that'll be and they lose the other two, like that'll be a huge win for Seattle. Yeah. If they take that. one out of three, it'll be huge. But I'm saying that the Braves are gonna win, and I would probably bet on the run line given the situation. Yeah. yeah. So Real quick, last thing before we go. Like, I, I make it sound like I don't like George Kirby. I love George Kirby. He's a really <laughs> good pitcher. But, man, like, there are some teams who wreck him. Like I said, he pounds the strike zone. He's got two yeah. really good fastballs, throws a really good four seam, really good two seam. The thing is, is that there are teams, there are some guys who can differentiate between that and just crush it. Yeah. But a lot of teams struggle with the four seam, the two seam coming in there and they, they can't hit it. And that's why he's successful. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I worry about the Braves. There's a lot of really good hitters in that lineup and, and it could be problems if he's throwing strikes all day, like he normally does. 100%. Yeah. So, but anyway, baseball family, thank you so much for supporting us and watching and everything. Like we said, don't forget to like subscribe, rate and review. Uh, wherever you can, um, head over to schnookseedery.com to support the show. Use code BTPOD to get 10% off your order. Support yourself, support your wallet, support your mouth, and support the show while you're at it because we get a piece of that sale without you spending any extra money. And baseball family, thank you so much for joining us. We will catch you next week.